You're listening to the Storyteller Series from The Salvation Army. In the first series of this daily podcast, we'll be reading the 24 chapters of the book of Luke. It's our prayer as you study this account of the life of Jesus this Advent season, you'll wake up Christmas morning with a fresh perspective of who and why we celebrate Christmas. For more information or to share your questions and comments, visit SalvationArmySoundcast.org. book of Luke, chapter 21. As Jesus looked up, he saw the rich putting their gifts into the temple treasury. He also saw a poor widow put in two very small copper coins. Truly, I tell you, he said, this poor widow has put in more than all the others. All these people gave their gifts out of their wealth, but she, out of her poverty, put in all she had to live on. Some of his disciples were remarking about how the temple was adorned with beautiful stones and with gifts dedicated to God. But Jesus said, As for what you see here, the time will come when not one stone will be left on another. Every one of them will be thrown down. Teacher, they asked, When will these things happen? And what will be the sign that they are about to take place? He replied, Watch out that you're not deceived. For many will come in my name, claiming, I am he, and the time is near. Don't follow them. When you hear of wars and uprisings, don't be frightened. These things must happen first, but the end will not come right away. Then he said to them, Nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. There will be great earthquakes, famines, and pestilences in various places, and fearful events and great signs from heaven. But before all this, they will seize you and persecute you. They will hand you over to synagogues and put you in prison, and you will be brought before kings and governors, and all on account of my name. And so you will bear testimony to me. But make up your mind not to worry beforehand how to defend yourselves. For I would give you words and wisdom that none of your adversaries will be able to resist or contradict. You will be betrayed even by parents, brothers and sisters, relatives and friends, and they will put some of you to death. Everyone will hate you because of me, but not a hair on your head will perish. Stand firm and you will win life. When you see Jerusalem being surrounded by armies, you will know that its desolation is near. Then let those who are in Judea flee to the mountains, let those in the city get out, and let those in the country not enter the city. For this is the time of punishment and fulfillment of all that has been written. How dreadful it will be in those days for pregnant women and nursing mothers. There will be great distress in the land and wrath against this people. They will fall by the sword and will be taken as prisoners to all the nations. Jerusalem will be trampled on by the Gentiles until the times of the Gentiles are fulfilled. There will be signs in the sun, moon, and stars. On the earth, nations will be in anguish and perplexity at the roaring and tossing of the sea. People will faint from terror, apprehensive of what is coming on the world. The heavenly bodies will be shaken. At that time, they will see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. When these things begin to take place, stand up and lift up your heads, because your redemption is drawing near. He told them this parable. Look at the fig tree and all the trees. When they sprout leaves, you can see for yourselves and know that summer is near. Even so, when you see these things happening, you know that the kingdom of God is near. Truly, I tell you, 
this generation will certainly not pass away until all these things have happened. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will never pass away. Be careful or your hearts will be weighed down with carousing, drunkenness, and the anxieties of life, and that day will close on you suddenly like a trap. For it will come on all those who live on the face of the whole earth. Be always on the watch and pray that you may be able to escape all that is about to happen and that you may be able to stand before the Son of Man. Each day, Jesus was teaching at the temple, and each evening he went out to spend the night on the hill called the Mount of Olives, and all the people came early in the morning to hear him at the temple. Here in Luke chapter 21, I feel like I want to back up a little bit to yesterday. So yesterday we found ourselves right there at the temple, um, and as Caleb was saying, people were trying Jesus like all day long. And uh, there they are gathered together. And he uh, has this conversation with the disciples, warns them about the teachers of the law. And 21 begins, as Jesus looked up, he sees the rich putting their gifts into the temple treasury, making a big show of it. And then he also sees a poor widow putting in her coins. And he has um, comments that he makes about that. And I don't know, like, I'm married to somebody who never feels like he has to lower his voice when he's making strong comments. <laughs> so I feel like, uh, which is a beautiful gift, and I'm thankful for it. But then verse 5, some of the disciples start acting weird. They start making these comments about, isn't this a lovely temple? Like, wow, what a beautiful temple this is here. It's a dorm with stones and all these gifts. And I feel like they're trying to, like, um, redirect the conversation away from this controversial topic. And in verse six, Jesus is clear. He's like, you like the temple? It is coming down. Like what you see here, it, it is not going to be here anymore. And, um, and they start asking about that. And it's interesting. I think that there's something to be learned just from this small interaction because Jesus wants to be on about what Jesus wants to be on about. And sometimes we feel very uncomfortable with that. And especially when it comes to encountering scripture, if we're really, um, acting like the Bereans in the New Testament and searching the scriptures for what is true, we're going to realize that there are lots of times that Jesus wants to talk about something that makes us uncomfortable. And we want to make the sermon about something else or the Bible study, the devotion. We want to make it about something else. But Jesus brings it right back. And he points out, especially here, he's like, you are going to put your faith in this temple. I will tell you the truth. What you see here, there's going to be a time when not one stone is going to be left on another. And historically, we stand on the side of time where we know that happened. The temple was destroyed. Uh, what people did put their ultimate faith in and how they connected with God. So I think this does have a lot to say to us um, about how does Jesus interact with us on difficult things? And sometimes what can we do in response to that to avoid those difficult, awkward feelings when he cuts just a little too close to our truth? I guess for me too, it's a you know, it's the offering time. That's a pretty intense time at church, right? It's kind of an awkward time sometimes. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever been in a situation where you like, you know, you didn't realize there was going to be an offering. So you like turn to your, your partner beside you or something. You're like, do you have $5 or something, right? Like you don't want, you don't want anyone to see what you're not putting in. Oh, that's good. Right? Sometimes, or, you know, maybe you do want someone to see what you are putting in. Or some of the church, sometimes churches, rather than pass the plate, you kind of got to go up to the front and put the money in. But regardless, not only did Jesus see this, he paid attention to what people were putting in. And then he addressed it. So, I mean, that's, that's, that's pretty intense that he brings that up. How would we respond, you know, if Jesus showed up in our service today and was, you know, called us out? 
because of what we put in the offering. Not that it's just about the material things. No, but when you think about it, the, the criticism wasn't uh, about um, the money or even the amount. It was mm. um, the amount based on the context. So, like, if I was a multimillionaire and I came with my crisp $100 bill, I was like... Look at me, fancy pants. No one else in this Sunday morning service is putting $100 in. But Jesus knows my bank account is fat stacked with millions of dollars. <laughs> like $100 in the, in, in the grand scheme of things compared to what I really have is not a large offering. But then the woman, uh, the poor widow, who gave out of her poverty, who gave all she had because she was able to be like, I don't know where the next thing is coming from, but it's in my heart to give this here now today. So I'm going to live in here and now today and I'm going to trust for what's to come, which is interesting because then he goes on to say about this temple. People trust it. You know, it's always going to be here. This temple is always going to be here. It's not. The things we see around us that we can put our trust in, they're not always going to be here. You know, like stock markets crash, fires happen, disasters happen. We know that when we're in times of disaster, we are serving the poorest of the poor, but we are also serving people that live in fancy pants houses and drive fancy vehicles because when a hurricane comes, it is no respecter of persons. So what are we putting our faith in and are we all in with our heart? And I think one of the ways to, we can show Jesus that we're all in is when we're willing to be open-handed. Thanks for listening. If you're enjoying this show, please share it with a friend. You can subscribe to the Storyteller series on Apple Podcast, Spotify, or your own favorite podcast store. For more information, visit SalvationArmySoundcast.org. God bless you and Merry Christmas.